Here we go again. Now, before we start, uh, an apology is in order here because about halfway through this podcast, uh, it stops. Uh, so we're a bit unsure at the moment until because we're going to hear this for the first time when you hear it. Uh, we don't know where we lost it. Basically, the device we used had filled up. There was uh, uh, no more memory on it because we kept all the rubbish that Sterling and I had recorded for the first month. So um, we go through our tips in full at the end anyway. But apologies, it's not as long as it normally is. We'll be back to normal transmission next week. Um, we do this thanks to Sportsbed, home of the Money Back Special. And one of the most popular... Um, Items they've had is the five-leg multi, where if you get one wrong in a five-leg head-to-head multi, you'll get your money back up to a hundred bucks, and um, uh, that's in cash. And uh, again, we've got some clear favourites here: Brisbane, Manly, Newcastle, Roosters, Melbourne. So, if you if you want to go that way, you could get some value. You can take the five legs, and if you get the four. Then you're playing with the bank's money on that last leg. Anyway, uh, let's do the podcast. This is the Rush Hour NRL Preview. All right, here we go, round five. And um, let's be honest, as we say hello to you, Peter Sterling, uh, the worse we get, the more downloads we receive. I don't know what this means. I mean, we're getting worse every week, yet the numbers keep going up, which suggests that people couldn't care less about what uh, you or I, particularly you, you're the expert, what we're tipping. Hello, Dan. Um, I guess what we are doing is providing a community service. We're actually making people feel better about themselves. We are now losing money for people. If people are following our tips, we're fourteen and seventeen each. Well, you've caught up to me, but that doesn't—that really—that's nothing to be proud of. Uh, yeah. I was two and six last week. You were three and five. You were saved by well, not saved. It was a little losing week, but Melbourne getting home. Uh, saved a little bit of pride for you. Melbourne getting home on the start, I should say. They had one and a half, as you so callously reminded me during our call. Uh, I mean, this is this is the man we're dealing with, people. It's 17 all. I'm losing my head because it's we're going into Golden Point, and Sterling holds up a sign saying uh, Melbourne's got one and a half start. Uh, well, it's all about me, you know that. And, um, <laughs> and Dan, when it comes to our listening public, hope springs eternal. Uh, we don't have much of a of, of a base to work off from last weekend, so um, I'm treating this week as a clean slate. Now your phone's a bit dodgy, and uh, we got to talk about this because you're in a you're you're in an outside location. Now, if you want to if you, if you want to uh, pinpoint someone and whether they have an addiction, I, I think this is Sterlo's addiction. Where were you about twenty minutes ago? I was dropping my uh, daughter, um, my daughter, my sister off at the international airport. Dan. Okay, so that's just, and you're doing the rush hour from World Square, so in the city. So you're just south, right. you're just about ten kilometres south of the city, not even that far at Mascot Airport. So the natural uh, progression is for you to drive into the city. Where did you go after the airport, Sterlo? Well, then, mate, I'm parked in a car park, and to all intents and purposes, I could be parked at St George's Police Club. <laughs> where I could be doing research, I could be going on a nostalgia trip and having a look at all the um, the wonderful photos of the, those great sides when no. they won premiership after premiership. I could be doing that. Yeah, you could be. I'm actually, um, I'm not doing that, Dan. I'm actually in the Sizzler car park. <laughs> um, 
trying to race through this podcast so that I can go and get the potato skins um, and lead all the way through to the ice cream with sprinkles. You drove 20 minutes down the Princess Highway out of your way to go to Sizzler. Well, no, no. I, I found a couple of back streets, so I don't know about out of my way. I actually... I, I live there, Stolo. I know it's out of your way. If you use uh, if you use Pythagoras' theorem, which is obviously a squared plus b squared equals c squared, and you draw a triangle as to where I've come from, yeah. where I am now, and where I'm going, I actually think that um, I've, I've saved ground. So I've, it was an economy trip. I've, I'm looking to look after petrol. If that's going to justify it for you, Sturlo, then you go right ahead. It's three o'clock. Oh, I'm getting hungry, Dan. Those I'm pota- getting hungry. Well, it's three o'clock at the moment, so those potato skins are not exactly going to be fresh, are they? I'll be waiting for the new batch. In fact, um, they, they know me quite well, but they actually bring them out now just for me. All right. I'll, I'll, we'll get a move on here. So, people, if this is a shorter podcast than usual, you understand why now, because Sturlow is hungry. That was a good show last night, by the way. You should have less people on more often. <laughs> right. You don't want to know what went on behind the scenes. It was, uh, it was a train wreck that... Uh, we might have taken some bullets, but we certainly dodged some. But that's another story, and uh, we learned a lesson from it. So um, that's the that's the they're the vagaries of live television. Yes, the Sterlow show had Willie Mason go down with uh, with uh, uh, what was it a virus and Gordon Tallis joining Andrew Johns as people who desperately needed a holiday four weeks into the season. Yeah, pretty much along those lines. I wouldn't say it was a holiday, um, and if it was, it was one that was unbeknownst to us. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's another story. Okay. All right, uh, we've got a crack. This is possibly the best weekend of the year uh, before the finals. That is Easter weekend because we've got some brilliant matches, hopefully some big crowds as well. Tomorrow, Canterbury South, which is live on Triple M, by the way. I don't think we've ever done this game, the Good Friday afternoon match, but we've got this one. Um, Canterbury $2.40 on Sportsbet uh, and South Sydney $1.60 but of course we're playing to the start by the way Sturlow is 14 and 17 I'm 14 and 17 there was one draw in there a couple of weeks ago so uh, we're both three games under even we need to start catching up in this game South are giving four points uh, with Brett Morris in doubt as we record we don't know if he's going to play this game well, I have to say, uh, getting a try start is it is attractive for the Bulldogs, and they showed plenty of well Bulldog spirit that we we come to expect from them in close games to win last weekend. I don't know how they got out of trouble, uh, but I'm tipping South Sydney to uh, to not go back to back with losses. Parramatta um, were very good last week. South Sydney probably plateaued a little bit on what we've seen, but. I think they'll be ready for this one. I don't want to talk about grand final rematches no. or replays or anything like that. That's that's done and dusted. Um, this is a new game, and I think the Rabbitohs uh, will be strong enough to win this one. But, boy, what a contest, especially the front six uh, up against each other. Well, and, and uh, this is what I was going to bring up, Sturlo. Is this where the lack of Sam Burgess might be exposed because they are playing a monster pack? And uh, let me reach over for the team here. And you've got... On the South Sydney bench, Cam McInnes, he's obviously a backup dummy half. Ben Lowe, Chris Gresmore, well, he's big, and Thomas Burgess is big. But uh, J- Jason Clark has been left out, I imagine, quite deliberately because he's not a huge unit. But that bench against the Canterbury bench, do you think Canterbury's size here might be a problem for South? Um, look, I, not really. I, 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 if you have a look through the Rabbitohs lineup, 
I know that you mentioned a couple of players there off the bench in Cameron McInnes and maybe Ben Lowe's not, not a huge man. They're a very big football team anyway. I, cool. I don't see the Bulldogs blowing them away physically. Um, I'm really looking forward, more than anything else, I think, to the battle, the battle between the halves, where you've got the, the current origin, New South Wales origin halves in Hodkinson and Reynolds, who makes a comeback to this game, up against Adam Reynolds and Luke Keary, who I wouldn't be surprised if Laurie Daly is looking very closely at uh, as a combination at origin level as well. So, um, yes, whether Ford Pack gets on top, those kind of guys can take advantage of it. But, you know, I also look at Greg Inglis, um, Alex Johnson. I think that they've got a, a couple of match winners there that, that might just sneak them home, but, but an almighty battle. Uh, this game, the Good Friday game, the last couple of years has a habit of being very, very close. At Canterbury, are the kings of the close game at the moment. I'm taking them still, because the, I'm, I'm thinking along the same lines as you, even though you think South, you're going to take South. That start is very, very tempting. To me, this is a 50-50 game. I'll take the four points, Canterbury. You've got South. So <clears throat> we start with a disagreement. Now, so I clear my throat. Apologies, everyone. Um, Gold Coast-Brisbane is the Friday night game, 8.30 uh, New South Wales time, 7.30 local. Sports bets odds, $2.50 Gold Coast, Brisbane $1.56, and they're giving up four and a half. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, Stolo, but today Jordan Carr, was a withdrawal. Um, so Lachlan Maranta goes to fullback, and Daniel Vito goes from, what about this? He leaves the Ipswich Jets where he has been prop forward, and he goes and plays on the wing for the Broncos. So a reshuffle there. Gold Coast for me, Sterlo, but what, what do you reckon? I'm going to go Brisbane. Uh, from all the reports, Daniel Vito not particularly happy up up there under Wayne Bennett and was pretty much looking for an out. So um, to be rushed into the top grade side, I wonder if that'll change his um, his point of view to the future. Uh, look, Brisbane were good last week. Uh, the Warriors got back into a, a contest that they were out of and, and actually drew uh, level late in the game. But Brisbane were good enough to go on and win that. Uh, that's decent form. Again, the start worries me here because the Gold Coast have been competitive mm. in every game they've played this year, and this could be a tight one. I'm thinking the Broncos might get home by a converted try, which might just cover that four and a half okay. start. And I'm the same thing as you. I think this will be very, very tight. Gold Coast have really struggled with, struggle with a lot of teams, but uh, against Brisbane, uh, they have uh, particularly struggled. I think they've only won two of the last 11, so it's very much a big brother, little brother thing. What about the Titans at Rabina? They've lost, I think, I haven't got it in front of me, but 10 of their last 11. And um, that, that's just an atrocious record. But um, oh, I just got a funny feel. Brisbane on a five-day preparation, coming from Auckland. They've been up for a couple of weeks. I just think Gold Coast might sneak that one home. If they don't win, it'll be close. Manly Canberra, dollar fifty-three. Manly Canberra, two dollars fifty. Minus four and a half. The start. This is at the unfamiliar location of Albury, where they had to bring kickoff forward half an hour uh, just to make sure the, to make sure they could finish in light. Yeah, that's that's a problem for them down there. So that they're accommodating that, but they don't finish in darkness. And this is a game where I went through and picked my winners. I actually had Canberra to win the game. So wow. getting four and a half start. He's just a bonus for me. I think that Manly looked really vulnerable in the middle. Uh, they, they obviously lost Brenton Lawrence for what looks like the rest of the season. Um, all the news came out last week. Josh Starling um, back on the sidelines. And there's a lot of guys there who don't play a lot of minutes uh, or aren't used to playing a lot of minutes. I think Canberra, um, you know, they're a tough footy team under Ricky Stewart this year. They might not have got too many results go their way, but I think they can put it to Manly and I think that um, I think they can win. 
That's I didn't see. I was at a wedding last Saturday, so I didn't see Manly lose to the Dragons, which to me was most surprising. They only scored four points. Um, they kept the Dragons to twelve, but they could not score. Uh, I, I'm taking Manly just because uh, I, I don't know, to be honest. But uh, I just think they're a better team than Canberra. I'll take Manly, but all those reasons you point at, geez, I, I certainly won't be putting money on that one. You present a very good so, case for Canberra. So we've, we've actually started with three disagreements. Exa- I'm liking this already. That's all right. Yeah, and I, we might disagree here. Newcastle Dragons, uh, the Knights 4 0. And a dollar forty was sports bet. Dragons two ninety five, and the start has been set at seven and a half with a very low over under. That typically happens with Dragons games at the moment thirty six and a half. But seven and a half the start for Newcastle. Obviously, they're giving that start. Well, yeah, that's uh, I, I, I had penciled in Newcastle here, and look, I will stay with them, but I'm not as confident with um, such a big start. This this and George Illawarra side going to find a little bit of form and uh, I, I think I said to you last week, Newcastle had a great start but they haven't actually played that well mm. uh, so there's a lot of improvement in them but I think the big thing for me in, in this kind of situation, I look at the venue yep. and, uh, and Hunter Stadium is what sways it back to me to Newcastle uh, a tight one, seven and a half worries me, but maybe the Knights can sneak home by eight Yeah, I got them as well uh, they, they had lost I think nine in a row to the Dragons at Hunter so it was the anti-hoodoo for the Dragons. But then last year, uh, I think it was 40-10 to 10 in the last game of the season. So that hoodoo thing, the fact that the Dragons have played well in the past, I don't think that means a hell of a lot. And uh, Hang on, Dan. Is there any such thing as an anti-hoodoo? I've never heard of an anti-hoodoo. Well, maybe it's Newcastle's home hoodoo against the Dragons. Because an anti-hoodoo would just be no hoodoo, no. which means that there's not Nothing. even a hoodoo to talk about. <laughs> We're back. Sturlo, I got bad news. What's that? That tape stopped. I don't know when, but it stopped halfway through. So do we have to start again, or no? Let's just go through these bit by bit. Um, Canterbury South, uh, South minus four. You have gone four. I went for Canterbury. I went for South. <laughs> I went for Canterbury. Gold Coast, Brisbane. Uh, I went for Gold Coast plus 4.5. You went for Brisbane minus 4.5. Manly, Canberra. This is the first technical difficulty we've had on this podcast. I'm surprised it's taken this long. I went for Manly. You went for Canberra. We've both got Newcastle minus 7.5. Roosters against Cronulla. You've gone Roosters minus 14. I've gone Cronulla plus 14. Parramatta minus 1.5. Tigers plus 1.5 for me. You've gone the Eels. And we've both... No, I've got Melbourne... You've got Melbourne minus 7.5. I've got Warriors plus 7.5. So we disagree on six of the seven. Sorry about that, Sterlo. There was some scintillating repartee that we've lost there. But, I mean, the, the, the people, the podcasters will just have to accept our word that it was as brilliant repartee. Now, what about Panthers-Cowboys? Well, we haven't done – I don't think we did that on the recording that didn't make it. Panthers minus five and a half. Uh, $1.53, $2.50 are the odds on Sportsbet. Uh, 38.5 is the over-under. So this is Monday Night Football. Last year they played a Monday night at Penrith and it was a Matt Moylan field goal that separated the two teams. That was late in the season. Cowboys coming off a win. So what's the start here, Dan? 5.5 in favour of Penrith. So they're giving 5.5. All right. Well, I like them again as my original pick. So that's, that's just... 
That's manna from heaven. That five and a half start. They are at home. No, they're giving uh, the five Cowboys. and a half. They're not getting. Oh, they're giving five and a half. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that makes it a bit different. I'm going to stay with them, but <laughs> not as not as confidently. Um, I, I think emotionally and physically that'll take something out of the Cowboys last Monday night. I, I know they've had the full week's recovery, but again, Penrith, really consistent football team who were off their game against Newcastle last week. I expect them to be much, much better at home. The coach has made a couple of uh, couple of little changes there, so he wasn't happy. Yeah. Uh, and I think the players will react to that. So I like Penrith. In fact, um, I'm going to put them in as my lock wow. this week. Lock of the week. To win or even yeah. with the minus 5.5? 5. Um, well, both. Both. My goodness. Well done. I haven't even put yeah. in a lock of the week. Uh, in fact, I'm not going to put a lock in the week. I'm 14 and 17. Who am I to have a lock of the week? So we have disagreed on seven of the eight, and you have gone with seven teams giving start, and I've got seven teams getting start. There's a philosophy difference here. Very much so. It's, uh, it's going to be a very, very good weekend for the Chasers. Um, I, I, I have a look at your team's. I don't see them being strong leaders, I'm afraid, Dan. Just keep looking over your shoulder because that's what your side will be doing this weekend. As I sail past you, I rounded you up last week. Yeah. You better, you better have a good look at the front of me when we when we next meet because you'll only be seeing the back of me when it comes to the podcast. Sturlo, you're batting under 50%. I don't think you should be talking. I think you should be apologising to the podcasters because you're not helping them. Well, the good thing is, Dan, I can, I'm good enough to turn that around. I, I'm not quite sure whether you are. So, well, uh, time will tell. I look forward to having this chat next week yeah. when um, I'm about four in front. Can you hear the? Can you hear Sturlo winding up the chat because he wants to go and have his <laughs> potato skins? Oh, I'm getting very hungry, Dan. Anyone, very hungry. Anyone look? I know that car park very well at uh, Sizzler. Has anyone looked at you suspiciously? Because a man sitting on the phone in a car park on his own for 20 minutes might look like he's doing a drug deal. Look, to be honest, Dan, I, I look the least guilty of everybody in here. Um, I'm actually looking at them a touch strangely. Uh, no, no. I, um, I'm, I'm getting straight into the restaurant because this is not my favourite car park and um, I'm, I'm out of my depth. All right. I'll talk to you during the week. That was the podcast uh, for round number five. Let's hope. Let's pray to the Lord that we can actually – it's Easter weekend. Let's pray to the good Lord that we can actually get some winners. See you, mate.